Blue Yonder, ripping your grandma off since 1986. You're listening to Blue Yonder with your hosts, Jim Jones, Peter Street, and introducing Aaron Hubbard. Right there. Oh. Be a dick now, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton's <laughs> first law. Just uh, Wheaton's law. Watching Wheaton, the naked. Will Wheaton violated his law. Did you see him go off on those poor? I did. Yeah, the Canadians. Like, what did he do? <laughs> he went off on this gamer foundation that was like oh, looking yeah. for celebrities to like advocate for games, and someone suggested Will Wheaton, and the person's like, I like his. Uh, website and all, but what does he do to advocate for gamers? Yeah. And like, Will Wheaton had a fucking meltdown. I mean, he's had two epic uh, keynote speeches, and he also wrote like some stuff about, about being a gamer dad. But and and he is a gaming advocate, but it's a fair question for someone that doesn't follow him like a slavish oaf to be like, what? So what did you? And the guy. I now guess. I will say that the guy was a being a dick back. Like if Will Wheaton popped off on me, I'd be like, "Oh, yo, Will, it's a misunderstanding. I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I just need to be more familiar with your work, or care to like, you know." Yeah. But like his thing is, and I kind of get his point is that if you are running the Twitter of account of a gamer advocacy organization, uh-huh. shouldn't you know a kind of? You, you a, should be a gamer. Like I think there's that level where. You got the casual gamers, and then once you cross a certain threshold, you now know who Will Wheaton is. Yes. And, you, like, it automatically comes with the culture and the and experience. And you should know about his keynote, and you should know yeah. about, you know, all the other stuff he's done for... The books he's written, and, right. like, all these... Yeah. He retracted his... So then five years later, this wow. douchebag that works for this company is saying, what do you do to advocate for games? <laughs> and he's like, I don't, you know... So I kind of understand, but it was like, I don't see how he got that mad about it. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, knowing that it was on a public forum, too. Yeah. He's a little dramatic. A little dramatic, gotta <laughs> just, say. Uh, just a wee bit. A little, a little a emotional, bit. this Will Eaton is. Yeah, I don't well, know. I re- just listened before I came over here to cast of uh, when AFL died in the D&D with the uh, PAX guys. Uh-huh. And he got pretty pissed off there, but it was... <laughs> when he said the AFL... Well, just set the thing that, the traveler. Yeah, uh, Will Wheaton's character died uh, on the game board, and Scott Kurtz fell in a pit of acid, and Scott Kurtz passed around a little sheet of paper to the rest of the gaming group that said, AFL has left to wander the universe with the traveler. Uh, Hilarious. And nod to Will Wheaton's fate. And Will got a little pissed about it, yeah. yeah his first really. reaction was to be mad. No, he said he wanted to choke him to death with his T-shirts. Yeah. He said that, and then he did this uh, newscaster voice. In other news, Scott Kurtz has been found dead in his apartment, choked to death with his Ben Bronze bottom bottom (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts. He said that he was transfixed with hatred or something, and he was like, you know, seriously, like shaking and emotional, like angry. Yeah. 
He, he hmm? takes his gaming pretty seriously. Maybe he's got some uh, issues from his past, man, like being bullied about Star Trek and, like, obviously. Well, still, I, don't I mean, know, if yeah. your mottos don't be a dick, how can you then go ahead and be a dick yourself? That's Everybody's a dick once in a while. Everybody he apologized publicly for it. Yeah, yeah his rule be... is basically try not to be a dick. <laughs> and yeah, again, I, I, yeah. I thought the guy was needlessly confrontational with Will, too. I haven't seen what you're talking about. But, it's Twitter, yeah. You gotta, gotta yeah, I've, I've read them briefly, but I don't remember much of them. So. I was making a point of uh, importance to scan his tweets, uh, William Shatner's tweets, LeVar Burton tweets, Brent Spiner's LeVar tweets. LeVar Burton is, like, like very community-minded. But who, Brent Spiner? Brent Spiner? Spiner? Oh, dude, Brent Spiner is scathing his fans. Like, yeah. he is just flaying them alive on there. Well, if you say anything slightly <laughs> stupid and direct oh, it to him, dude. he will cut you off at the knees. He will go into angry data <laughs> mode and snap your neck and say, yeah. I enjoyed it. And he has <laughs> such... He uses, like, the perfect him? words. He's he always has the... He's very articulate, yeah. Yeah, Brent Spiner, like, if someone sends him some vapid Star Trek fanboy question, he will just, he'll publicly post it and then answer it in a way that makes a person look like a fucking idiot. Do you have any examples? And the best thing about it is his picture is him, like, sipping a martini yeah, with his like, hair slicked back, and he's, yeah, like, he looks got like, his goatee. He looks like Don Draper. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he's so over the data thing. Or he looks like this, like, film critic snob who's, like... Yeah. Yeah, I never realized how much that image pay, you know plays into it. Yeah, you want some examples? Well, it's by his request. Was it? Was yeah. he like, I'm done with this Star he Trek? He said, thing? I'm getting too old to play Data. That's kind he of is, true. Because he doesn't is, have yeah. the baby skin. The, make, the, the makeup yeah. isn't isn't is doing it, it. It won't. Uh, I mean, you would think that it would make it easier. It would just like. As his skin pops and pile on more pancake makeup, it just has surface to grip onto instead of like sliding off of his smooth silken (laughs) face. No, but then pretty soon he's gonna look so big. He's gonna look like Littered Nimoy. Yeah, he's gonna look like this big plastic face figure. Oh yeah, yeah, like Odo. He's gonna start looking just like Odo. Yeah, it won't be right. Just as he says in uh, the Naked Now, do not I have pores? I was watching That's the Naked true. Now, by the way, um, doing a little research for our Star Trek show. Which one is that? Um, the Naked Now. That's where they all yeah, get, wh- that's all the, they get like a drunk virus. They get like a virus makes everybody act like they're drunk. And they go to, they um, find the ship and they're all acting crazy and drunk. And they blow themselves out of the hatch. And they come in, LeVar Burton finds this frozen woman in the shower. Really early episode on. It's the second one. And, um, has the most awkward Picard tries to be intimate moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely yeah. without Lord. plus plus because he makes a sound effect not repeatable, like the Wilhelm like... scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like he's masturbating to a dog or something. <laughs> it is weird. It's <laughs> like seriously makes the sound out of nowhere, and it makes the final cut of the episode and you it, it, I cannot explain what's happening directors always no go with can. the most interesting cut right yeah, so that was definitely that was interesting there was the one where he did Shakespeare with the cape on but they didn't want to use that one they wanted to use <laughs> it was it's so 
weird. I, I, you guys have to see that before I go home. <laughs> okay. It is in, it's so phenomenal. And re- loop it. It's one of those things that if you loop it, it goes like through the roof funny, like exponentially funny as it gets I, are, are there videos like that on YouTube where they've like cut him doing it's that back I, and forth? It's isolated to a scene. I, I know the link on YouTube. I can find it immediately. And it's just no, I'm I'm just wondering it's like if they remixed no, it, not a remix, no. like an over nine thousand no, cut. It, we it's should waiting do that. to be done. Yeah, it needs. Oh, to be dude, done. mark it up. Mark up another video to do. Well, I guess we're recording it. We'll it's know. Gotta happen. Yeah, what record? What's that? I've been looking for uh, a good. <laughs> that sound effect that Picard makes. It we're needs gonna, to be looped. It needs to be remixed for you. It's while Beverly's trying to get a hold of his <laughs> captain's Pickard. Really? Yeah, she's mm-hmm. like taking her clothes off. She's she unzips That's her perfect she unzips for a YouTube her uniform like front down to her breast to show her And there's cleavage. light coming she out of it. She doesn't do that. Uh, but yes, she, she does. does. No, I just saw it. She does something similar, but she has an overcoat on, and she takes the overcoat off and throws it down, and she oh. takes her th- hair thing off, oh, and then like the hair, that, her yeah. hair, and she comes over, but she has her still has her thing on. She doesn't like unzip. I thought she unzipped her, her uniform tunic down. I mean, it would have been appropriate, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Anyway, I was going to go back and actually say something after yes, that. Yes, my computer Let's is Let's do an still exorcism on The power of Christ compels you. The, the, the power of Christ, the power of par- Christ needs Christ to get off its ass compels and compel something because this is this is brutal. Just you know, the power of Christ compels me like, to. Why not just install the OS again? Start I'm going to. I'm going yes, it needs to happen. To it needs to happen. At this right? point, it's a lost right. cause. Well, here you know, I can keep it from doing it by keeping up. The lost causes. Yeah, he needed a he needed a pipe and larger forearms. That would be funny too if you like did that scene and you like redub different like you know Ace Venture or Ace Venture's little laugh when he does that, and then you do the you do the. Popeye. Popeye do. <laughs> and then Woody, maybe do Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. That would be awesome. YouTube videos galore, man. Yeah, it needs to be. What I was thinking about last night, I was I was realizing while Jim and I were watching Entourage. I gotta say it every time you say it, Jim and I. Jim and I. While we were watching uh, Entourage, oh, I, I yeah. thought, like, are we in the golden age of television right now? I think that television has never been better written, better casted, or looked better in the history of mankind. We we've got the I mean the, yeah. the convergence of high def, like movie actors are you know very well accomplished uh, actors are working in television, mm-hmm. and the scripts and the concepts are tight, and the money is flowing. I mean, think about and there's innovation. Like things yeah. that haven't been done before. I mean, if you look at Lost, oh. Lost is a show that, that I that can't was, think has ever network. been attempted before, except for uh, was it Twin Peaks? Oh, but on Twin the scale, I mean, even the but networks, not, yeah. like yeah. that's a million dollar pilot. Oh, they, it, they was, yeah, it was yeah, that was enormous. I am going to have to be the dissenting voice in this uh, conversation because I can agree that there has been some decent TV lately. But I must admit, personally, I'm not into any of the shows on television right now. But have you watched them? Like, have you watched Andrage? Have you? And Andrage, just as a, a 
it, why I thought that because Entourage is kind of a goofy show. Yeah. It's still funny, but there's some no shit drama and acting happening now. Yeah. The like the main characters in Entourage, I liken it last night. They all got a noose that's slowly tightening around their yeah. neck, and they're getting further and further in it. Half of the characters are actually want to get out of it, but it just still continues. It? Uh, further and half, and the half of them are just trying to, or are trying to actively jump off the scaffolding so they get hung faster. They don't want to wait for the trap door. I I don't think they are. I think they're just then, acknowledging. They're not acknowledging that they're not that they're in the shit. Oh, yet. I like, think they ben, just don't He's got to know he's in the shit as much blow as he's doing and like getting into a fist fight with Eminem. <laughs> and we, we need to cut that. I don't stars. want to do those spoilers, man. The show's still on the freaking air. Yeah. It was it was three days ago. Oh, uh, God. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We should just bump some... Okay, I'll beep it. We'll beep it. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, it's like... <laughs> but but so it's like you got this throwaway kind of jokey show that's like really bringing the, the A game when it comes to acting. Mad Men, uh, Breaking Bad, uh, The Shield, uh, The Wire. Oh, the Shield is so good. We should do an episode just on The Shield if you guys watch it. Uh, Sopranos. I mean, a lot of people fan uh, of Yeah, Rome. it's getting shitty. No, it's gotten. I mean, yeah. but I'm just saying that Battlestar Galactica. I mean, we had Battlestar Galactica. Supremes. We had Heroes. Heroes, uh, which was good for one season, but I. Well, I enjoyed Heroes. Actually, uh, maybe I'm the dissenting voice only for the fact that I've not seen every show you've mentioned besides Heroes and Lost. <laughs> um, but I, I and I say this because I have to jump to Heroes' defense here. Because Jim's saying that the first season was good, which I agree. I actually liked the second season, the one that was short because of the writer's strike or whatever it was at the time. I actually thought that was as good as the first, and a lot of people thought that season sucked ass. I didn't like the way Siler changed in it. Like, how do you he, he switched directions. I can't recall exactly how, but I remember that getting that feeling when I watched it. Like, they just wrote him into a weird direction. I, didn't I thought he was just being kind of more subtle and more sadistic than ever. Because he didn't do a lot of violence, but he was trying to get something out of the crew he was with. He's just this demonic yeah. figure, this Satan yeah. figure, where he can pretend to be that, a decent that guy. Manipulation. Yeah, I thought it was a cool exploration hmm. of how far he can portray a decent person and then cut someone's throat at the bitter end of this wow. long business. Okay, I can give it a little more respect on that level, actually. You, you talked me into it. Uh, and it was going in a great direction. I started season three kind of liking it less than two and one. I, I felt that Hero's story fell apart, too. Yeah, I Hero didn't Nakamura. Because like he, he was the best thing. fucking character the at the beginning. Part of it. He really was. He was. He was amazing, and he was also thought-provoking because you got a glimpse of his future self, uh, which was yeah. totally stoic. To- and totally different than he was Absolutely then. Absolutely different. You can't see how he could possibly badass. change from what he is now to what to he what has he, become. Yeah, and I wanted to follow that arc so yeah. much. And I, real, and I halfway through 3... I read an article on the internet saying, "Oh my God, Law or uh, Lost, <laughs> Heroes has been canceled." Yeah, and I haven't watched it since because I was like, "Well, I'm not going to get exactly. I'm not going to get any satisfaction." Right, yeah. right. So why invest well, more of my? Here's emotion? what will happen: they'll come out with a movie trying to tell seven seasons worth of plot in one in a two <laughs> half hour. hour. Yeah, exactly. Well, hopefully, they'll pull it off as well. 
Firefly Serenity good, was but good. Man, I wish they could have stretched that out oh, into a yeah. real series. I don't know what the hell happened. The pre- the preacher had a story arc I was looking forward to. Not as much as Heroes, uh, Hero Nakamura. Sure, yeah. But uh, he had an arc that was really kind of curious because you knew he had a background that had nothing to do with being a holy man. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh you, no. You never see it. We'll never know what that was. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Never. It's done. Because yeah, they kill it. I mean, or I guess for, I shouldn't say. Uh oh, oh, if you if you are listening to this and you have not seen Firefly Agreed. <laughs> punch yourself. So go in ahead the and dick. say whatever I want then, I guess. Yeah. Alright, well he he, he he gets killed in the Serenity. Indeed movie. he does. He gets killed actually without really any exploration of his character aside from him showing up in a scene and then being dead in the next one. You know who also gets killed? Uh, Walsh. Yeah, That's that... for you listeners who haven't seen it. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, if you're listening to this halfway through the series, then why? You know, just suck on yeah, those. Yeah, just How you like the them other one and a half episodes that came out that series. <laughs> and then come back to the podcast. Yeah, for Christ's sakes, there are 14 shows. <laughs> you can't watch 14 shows in one sitting. There are more. There is more Blue Yonder content out on the <laughs> web than there is Fire. That is a fact. That is a factual statement. That is, that a, is a proven fact. fact. Yep. Holla. <laughs> so suck it, Joss. Uh, Aaron, you need to call out Joss Whedon so you can have, like, the geek trifecta here coming after you. Uh, you know... You're going to call him out? No, he's no. not, because he respects... He hasn't, he hasn't risen to the calling out level yet. What would take him over the edge? I mean, what, what even weighs against him? I don't even think like he... Dollhouse. I never watched Dollhouse. I never watched Angel. Never watched Buffy. That's what I'm saying. I have more series either. like Dollhouse. I have I not will, been into this. I will I'm turn sorry. against him like uh, a lot of rabbit animal. Him, a lot of people love him. A lot of people say that Buffy the Vampire Slayer is Angel actually very too. good, despite I've heard nothing Huge but criticism of, of Angel. Really? Yeah. I've, I've, I've known personally big huh. fans of Angel. Not any people in this room. We think no. vampires suck sparkly. <laughs> no, I love vampires. Suck. Vampires yeah. fucking rock. I love vampires. I have to dissent totally. The vampires Anne are Rice cool. version. Anne Rice. Are you talking know. about like vampires Interview with a fag- Vampire? Vampires have been fagged for yeah. too long. Interview with a Vampire I thought was a good movie. I enjoyed it. And I also right. enjoyed uh, Brim Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. Stoker. Bram the one Stoker. where who was it that plays what, what Dracula? Rim Stroker. Rim Wesley Stroker. Snipes plays Dracula. Rim Licker. Rim Licker's Dracula. Rim Licker Four. Uh, I like that movie. Yeah, you that guys didn't like good. that movie? That good. No, that movie's good. Uh, okay, no, it, it's you. very good. Gary Oldman. Come plays on, Dracula. yeah, please. And, and Gary Oldman. We got to talk about him in a minute. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that, that dra- vampires are a cool concept, um, and sure. I was going to reference uh, what about Underworld. Underworld, I actually like those movies too. I, I, I did think not they're like bad the third movies. One. I think they're good action movies. That's all. They're I good action for. movies. Vampires are really irrelevant in the concept of what they were going for. They were going for more of a Matrix style action yes. film. But I'm just talking about vampires that don't sparkle are cool. That's yes. all I wanted to say. So what about the inverse uh, relationship to how sparkly so, they are and how much they suck? What about Blackula? Well. What do you think about Blackula? What he are you talking about? He's the opposite about? of sparkly. He's <laughs> the dark. movie Blackula. Are you talking about Blade where uh, 
Wesley Snipes. No, Blackula. No, Blackula dude. He's the opposite. He was a Blackula. No, wait a second. I mean, he was a Blackula. He was. Wait a second. I've got science. <laughs> what are you drop the science opposite of is Blackula. Blackula like, is. He's black. He sucks in light. So he must be the awesomest vampire of all. I'm totally lost at this point. <laughs> there is a movie called Blackula where Wesley Snipes or Morgan Freeman or somebody <laughs> plays Dracula. Oh, do you know that Morgan Freeman's 73 years old? Holy shit. He's almost caught up to William he was Shatner. In dra- he, the first VHS film we owned at my house <laughs> was Driving Miss Daisy and oh, the Bear. Oh, imagine I that. I going to say Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> no. Talking about I don't think we would have been allowed to watch it either. bull queer named Sassafras. <laughs> That's where I learned to commit Who's suicide. Andy would never forget. That is an amazing <laughs> film, by the way. Uh, oh, hell yeah. But no, Driving Miss Daisy was the first, simultaneously together with that and The Bear, one of the worst, weirdest (laughs) fucking nature shows I've ever seen. The Bear? bear? Can we look this up? Can we figure out? A bear? No, it's just called The Bear. That's the the movie. The Bear. And it follows the life of a bear through the wild. (laughs) And then he goes to a zoo, and then he breaks out of the zoo, and he goes back to the wild and eats some funny mushrooms, and then has weird visions. You watch this movie a lot. Because it's all I had. I had that, and I had Driving Miss Daisy. What was I? I'd watch do? Blackula. <laughs> yeah. I, I, could, I could watch a black television screen. I'd go rent Blackula from the and store. call it Blackula. <laughs> but Driving Miss Daisy, he plays an old man in that film, yeah. driving around Miss Daisy. No, he and that's like one. in the eighties. Yeah. And he was yeah. old in the 80s. But here's the thing. He's 73 years old. If you dyed his hair black, he is a very well-preserved man. Oh, my yeah. God. He looks fucking great. Maybe the thing is... I'm like not he, gay, but I would fuck him. Maybe the thing is, when he was 25 years old... He oh, shit. <laughs> Damn it. What were you the saying? thing is, when he was 25 years old, he looked 50. Uh-huh. So now he's yeah. 73. He still looks 50. Like he's he, uh, Benjamin Button. Yeah. He, like... He, like has a giant flat spot on the age curve where he quickly he aged ever so quickly he reached 50 and he just stayed there his movie career is phenomenal right now he's in every Batman movie that there ever I, is right I can now. draw a parallel to Morgan Freeman what William Shatner William Shatner is a preserved man and uh, he is at the height uh, of his anymore, career and I'm right with Aaron on this one there are kinks in that armor my friend they're showing but the man is 80 years old he's no 80 joke, years old 80 years old is he, he 80 right on he, he looks now? better than I do. He was 79 last but time. He may still be 79, but looks, he's single, either 79 He might be 80 now. Every single time he gets to the point where he's going to start getting wrinkles, he gains another five pounds. <laughs> and so gets another television out, show. And it pumps out the wrinkles. Yeah. That's yep. what it is. That's a good strategy. So every year you get older, you gain five pounds. But well, it's days, my birthday. Five more steaks on the Mega Grill. One of these days he's going to burst like a balloon and it's... Not gonna be pretty. Um, one thing I want to touch on is that did you know is the 25th anniversary this week of Super Mario Brothers being released? Sweet. I didn't know that. 1980 actually. hit the arcades. 85. Yeah, that's right. Hit that. the arcades. Super Mario Brothers was in the arcades first, and that's the first yeah. video game I can remember where the arcade, the home system was almost a perfect replica of the arcade experience. Mm-hmm. Which was like the holy fucking grail because you took it for granted that shit's gonna look better at the arcade. Yep. And that's the first time that wasn't true. And that's why the arcades are dying now because that's no longer true. Now most home consoles look better. Yep. And have better controls uh, yeah. than the arcade. And I and think that is why support. the arcades died. Well, not only that. The second yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Arcades also, yeah, arcades are, always were popular. The second time, at least, like Aaron was saying, because they delivered an experience you couldn't get at home. Now, that's hardly true. Yep. Nevertheless, 25 years for Super Mario Brothers is insane. I must say, though, I played it once in the arcade form. The arcade cabinet running along with Mario down the levels, through the levels, with the joystick is not the way that I want to control my Mario Brothers. I had first played it at a showbiz pizza back before they made everything Chucky fucking cheese. Yeah, and I this pizza now. Yes, when they had games. Thank Welcome you. Welcome to arcades of 2010. <laughs> yeah, poor bastard kids of today. <laughs> anyway, um, and if you're a poor bastard watching that's or listening that's offended to that, I'm sorry. Not really. Fuck you. Um, when it comes to the first time I played it in a, in a showbiz pizza, I had spent probably 100 hours playing it at home with a hunchback, the gamer hunch. Um, over a D-pad and two buttons that said A and B. So when I picked this up, I couldn't make it through the first stage. I had beat the game entirely, time and time again, but I could not make Mario get yeah. to the end of level 1-1. One, one. It's wild how much different the joystick is than the D-pad, right? Radically. Radically <laughs> yeah. different. I was I was actually, I felt like a, a gaming retard. That's the thing. Your mind knows what to do, but it can't make your body do it, because like you don't mus- have the muscle, muscle memory. memory. You yes. do have the visual memory. Yeah. The visual memory, but not the muscle memory. That's and a That's a problem. frustrating detachment to yeah. have. So I only put, I think, because back then you could play a full game for one quarter, one coin. Oh, you remember those days, fellas? Yeah. Now we got to put in a $5 bill. So I put in, I think, only two quarters. Because I was just like, fuck this. I can play it at home. <laughs> I can beat it at home. And I can't get Mario to jump. And get. I think I did, on the second playthrough, get him to level 1-2. But I believe the Mario <laughs> Brothers arcade game was also different. Because I remember there being different gaps in the level. And different jumps and different timings. So I think yeah, there yeah, was I a difference. It, was, it, it just got harder quicker. I would love to play to the different quarters from you. I think we should try here in the uh, like hunt down podcast names. lair yeah. to hunt down an original Super Mario Brothers arcade cab. Uh, yeah, yeah that, would that would be, be awesome. Or a cocktail cabinet. Or get a main cabinet. No, that's not the same, man. Get Fuck emulators. <laughs> Fuck them. You know but what, it's a though? cabinet, If man. we ever do the uh, Riley Tower Gambit, we ought to get a main cabinet. Oh, that would be sweet. Put it overlooking the city, uh-huh. like against the glass windows. Yeah. Wouldn't that be incredibly <laughs> fucking awesome? That would be. The 25, I mean, think about it. Like, today's kids, like, my son is crazier about Mario than he is about Mickey Mouse. Still? In 25 years, this little throw-off character from Donkey Kong mm-hmm. has become arguably the most one of the most po- popular and recognized icons in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They've been saying that that whole Mickey Mouse Mario comparison that you just made. I've heard that since the Mario sixty four days. Well, I mean, think about when it, Mario like, sixty four came out. They were saying that. Think how many mascots the other cave companies have gone through. Yeah, Sonic Crash Bandicoot, I mean, Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> Sonic Bandicoot. Yeah. Um, I mean, you cannot name them all. Bug, Bugsy true. the oh, Bugsy, yeah. you remember him? Yeah, oh yeah. Um, who else? But Mario, like every like, Looney Tunes character, doesn't even have to think about it. Like they want to 
throw a likable mascot out there, it's fucking Mario. And he's only likable because the goddamn games rock ass. Well, sure. Like, even They're... Super Mario fucking Galaxy 2 is a fucking awesome game. Like, they have the absolute, like... One of the big complaints when the Wii came out was the Zelda title was way too easy. And I never... I beat The Legend of Zelda um, Twilight Princess without dying one time. I didn't need a single fairy to resurrect me. You know, if you have one in the bottle and you die, it'll self-res. I didn't need that once in the entire playthrough. Back to full health, I exactly. Legend of Neil for the win. I was not dead one time through that entire experience, and I thought, this is a joke. I understand you're trying to get people to wave their arms on the couch and push one button, and you're trying to get, you know, Grandpa to play games, but fuck, when it comes time to fucking Zelda, let's be serious. Let's have an experience that's going to challenge a seasoned gamer. Thank you, please, and come again. But it wasn't that way, but Mario is totally different. It... I think they learned their lesson in Zelda and had a lot of backlash, I think, from people like me because this game is finely tuned to be very approachable by the casual and at the same time offer a insane amount of challenge to someone who's a completist. Well, I think the same thing could be true about the new Super Mario Bros. Wii. I mean, that game... Yeah. Super Mario Bros. Wii was pretty challenging if you want to get everything and also the DS version, too. Not only that, oh, not yeah, only yeah. is it more cha- mo- challenging, but the four-player multiplayer is that is what makes it challenging. Riot. If you're playing it but solo, it's actually easier. <laughs> really? Yeah, huh. because you you don't have fucking four, three, four people fucking with you. Right. Because they sure. make it a pain in the that ass. That game is a real like outside of Contra. But it's fun. Outside of Contra, I don't know if there's a bigger buddy fucking game in or the planet. Little Big Planet, yeah. Little Big Planet, yeah, but you, Little Big Planet, you can fuck your buddies. <laughs> sure. Can you lift but them up and throw them into a lava? No. Pit? no, but you can no. slap them. Into well, this pit. one you can yeah. grab. The everything is like. It's as chaotic as like playing Power Stone on the Dreamcast. Oh shoot! Yeah, I played it. Everything. I mean, I mean, every you can pick up everything you and use it against everybody. And the castles are have that contra element where the bottom of the screen is a weapon. Like you can jump uh, ahead of the other guy and kill them by scrolling the screen up. Yeah, wow. it's great. It's Not it. since the the uh, horizontal levels of contra have I ever seen such a rage-inducing gameplay. I've never seen a marriage between co-op and um, competitive multiplayer in the history of video games like that. And speaking think. of marriage, it almost ended my sister's. Like her and Seriously? Her, yeah, her and uh, well, not seriously, but like I went <laughs> over there once and played with her and my nephew and her my brother-in-law and the fighting that was generated, like I thought there was going to be spousal uh, fraternal uh, <laughs> child, every type of abuse you can imagine outside of sexual, I thought was on the table. Self, <laughs> I I did not. I, pl- so I don't. I, I don't play it with uh, my fiance either because of the same reason. She's very competitive, and we've played WoW for years. We've only had one duel in five years in WoW between our characters. And it was uh, four years ago, four and a half years ago, <laughs> and we then never again, really? because yeah, we went through this. Uh, we were out grinding in a desert area. There was nothing around, and we were like, eh, "It's late one night. Why don't we just duel?" Okay. She's like, "Yeah, okay." Put down, bitch. Put down the duel. You know, right click the player, hit duel. The flag comes down in the dirt of the desert, 
and uh, she's on her rogue character, and I'm on my paladin. She thinks paladins are cheap anyway. And uh, she stealths immediately, just like a rogue does. You have no idea, uh, you know, when the battle's going to start, but fucking the rogue's going to start it because they're going to come out and, like, uh-huh. cheap shot you in the back and uh-huh. stun you. So she does, and I get stunned, and it's this epic thing where I'm down. Oh, man, I can't. She's stunlocking me. She had the stunlock build back in the day <laughs> where they could almost they just fully kill you, and you haven't done one thing because they time their cooldowns. But paladins are cheap. Paladins are cheap, and I survived the initial stun lock attempt to get off one heal and then another, and I was back to full health. The entire uh, bar of her cooldowns and powers blown. And then I start, you know, <laughs> pounding her and, you know, hitting her somewhat roughly with my little one-handed mace. Pink, pink, pink. And then <laughs> by the time she gets her cooldowns back, she opens up again and tries to do the stunning. I, at the last possible second before she kills me, throw up my bubble, which means I'm invincible yeah. for 12 seconds. I heal back to full and then bop her down while I'm invincible to death. And it was like <laughs> the hair of my fucking scrot was was the difference between me and her winning. But I won and I didn't get sex for a month and I but got retired as champion. Yep. I did. I you have the I, crown. I can I walked see away it on while I was ahead. Yeah, you're wearing a belt. One of the few times I've ever done that in life. <laughs> but never again will I ever battle her. The same thing with the new Mario Brothers game. We played once, we beat a level together, we were laughing and happy and all things were good. The next level starts and I throw her in lava once cuz I'm a bitter little yeah. fucker. And I like to fuck with people when I'm playing games, and Jim knows that's true. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was, she threw the control, she, it was no more. No more uh, playing, no more so happy. Unfair. The house you was. You bake a, one cake, no one calls you baker. You throw one person into a pit of lava, suddenly you're a buddy fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought it back around to Mario, though, because I was like, I was wondering, what exactly is it about Mario that makes him such a likable mascot? Is it like. The mustache? Is it the overalls? Is it the plumber? I think like, that, yeah, an it- a fat Italian plumber. Why? A, a racial stereotype voice, <laughs> it makes people happy. What, why does it make people happy? Do people like stereotypes? Are people I've got racist? My own opinions. What I do you think? think that, I think Peter's right on. The gameplay is one, a lot of good. I, I'm talking about people who don't play the game. I think it's, it's, it's all character design. And the fact that he looks good, like Mario has looked like Mario even in the 8-bit stage. And that, I agree. You, know, you got the, the anchor the of the mustache. Face, huge Japan Japanimation eyes, the like cloud-shaped yep. mustache. I think it all just goes together. Huh. I think it's a very like. I think it's because he's fat. He's like soft. He's cuddly. Well, his design has changed, I must say. I think his design's sure. changed over the years. It's a gone bit. through many changes. It's gone through a few changes. Like, he's more, you know, back when he was a bitmap, he was kind of blocky. Yeah. But it was kind of cool because he had, they designed him in such a way to where, in the very limited amount of space that you could make detail for these 8 bit characters, he had all kinds of different character attributes that were visible in that single sprite. Like Aaron mentioned, he had a distinguishable stash. Yeah. He had distinguishable overalls. He had a a distinguishable, you know, but blocky hands. 
And all that flipped the script on you when you picked up the fire flower for the first time. Then it was all white. It was like he was adorned in different like garbs. Yeah. Yeah, I have, yeah I have it was like Mario the White. <laughs> Even just that palette swap was awesome to was me when I was a kid. amazing. It was amazing I loved to it. behold. Wasn't Without it? that palette swap, I wouldn't have felt the impact, the real impact of picking up a Fire Flower. Right, you, uh-huh. you felt different. I wouldn't have realized what I was missing at that point, but man, to take it away now, yeah. I, I'm, I'm passionate about it. that palette swap. No, no fucking joke, I'm passionate about it. <laughs> Made me who I well, am today. Well, that's fine. That's, it did? Yeah. It's the only reason you users are hearing but this podcast. I think, I think it's the same reason Mickey Mouse is <laughs> Thank popular. you, Mario. Because I've read books on animation and character design, because I used to be something I like to fancy myself as a, I want to be a comic artist. <laughs> anyway, statistically, like, the reason that we think puppies and babies and whatnot are cute is because they have large heads proportioned to their bodies, large eyes proportioned to their heads, and kind of pudgy, childlike features. They have like, large foreheads. And we see these things as endearing and cute. <clears throat> Mickey Mouse, enormous forehead, enormous head, enormous eyes. Um, yeah. Like we look at Sonic the Hedgehog. Look at any anime character. He's spiky yep. and he's kind of got a leer to his face. He's not yeah. friendly. Same he's thing harsh. With, but that actually with, uh, was a Bandicoot. good thing for a while. It was. Yeah. He was the op. He, he was, was the anti-antithesis. Why is a character beloved over a 25 year history? I'm right. Yeah. Right. Right. Character design is appeals or evolutionary hardwired to adore them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, kind of like what the red letter media guy was saying about the Avatar characters. Exactly. They, were, they had the big, innocent eyes. Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is more apparent in Mario's new design. Yes. He's a much more, like, fluffy kind of, um, like a fairground you know, big I don't fluffy know. Have thing. Have you ever seen you're... any of the arcade art from Donkey Kong? I mean, Mario is pretty much fucking Mario. Now they have weaponized yeah. the cuteness. They have, they have buffed it. <laughs> They've they honed it down. Yeah. Little pot-bellied, giant head, expressive eyes, plumber. I think that Mario, as a as an icon, as a symbol, is eventually just going to come down to the mustache. They won't <laughs> even draw the rest of the body. It's Fifty years from now, the, we'll see a billboard with a mustache, and that'll be it. And people will know the next Mario game is coming out. The Mario like that's stash. how into society Mario will have integrated himself. <laughs> I hope so, because I actually like his older designs, like when it was hand-drawn art opposed to the CG version. Yeah, like, I'm not, oh, a, fan I'm not a fan of the CGI I one. remember when you got your uh, N64, mm-hmm. and one of the flagship titles you showed off to me was Super Mario, Mario 64. 64 <laughs> 3D, first time. Yeah. was not impressed. I did not like that. I... <laughs> I you know, I like the. What didn't you like drive. about it? What was different to you? I just don't know. It just didn't feel like Mario. The gameplay was like great Mario in that game. I remember we went to a Toys R Us and played it before launch, uh, and, and we loved the gameplay. Yeah. I thought the gameplay was good. I just didn't. I just you didn't like the, I mean, the design. Do you yeah. still hold that opinion that it's bad? I like the new Mario, the the new Super Mario Brothers Wii better than I do, even though it's kind of 3D. It's pretty much the same. Same design, I think. It's just not as detailed, so yeah. not as much. So I don't know. Overtly I'm, I'm cuteness. Kind of, uh, I, I like the old school stuff. Myself. To me, I'm the classic, the hand-drawn Mario um, from the from the Super Mario Brothers three box, where he's got oh, the yeah. raccoon tail That's and the raccoon ears. That's sure. fucking it yeah. for me. 
yeah, that yeah. is stone for me. But yeah, I'm telling you, take away the Mario, leave just the stash, it's the same thing. Oh, the stone. <laughs> you need the hat. You the hat the and hat. the stash, yeah. You have to have the hat. And he has Eventually some fucking burns, too. I have he to does have some burns. I have to disagree completely with something you said. What's that? The stone look is when he's wearing the raccoon suit. No, that's when he's wearing the tanuki suit. Not the tanuki suit. Fuck, I fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> Were you telling a joke there? I'm gonna edit it when I. Uh, God, you must have really fucked up that joke. I don't I really didn't know. Even get it. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> you said that look is the stone, and I'm like, no, Mario's stone look is in the. Oh, and you meant to gotcha. say that. Yeah, that would have been good. Too that would have actually been funny. Too bad. Uh, yep. Oh well, next time. Oh. I'll wait for the 50th anniversary. I should, <laughs> I should make it that far. I'm, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm kind of so. digging where we're going with video games like even like using retro games in modern society we've been really doing some interesting things with them like as far as art goes how do you mean I like it like you give me people using them for art projects like there was um, 8-bit art is considered a recognized and kind of yeah it's like an impressionist period and there'll be like an 8-bit art period Uh (laughs) it'll be like an ASCII art period sort of thing oh okay I kind of like that I didn't know that was a movement at all yeah, somewhat. I mean, people are doing projects based on, like, these old video games. Like, people are making mechanical versions of some games. Like, I saw someone made a mechanical version of Pong. Yeah, I'm kind of glad that uh, I grew up during that period, just so I can look back with such fondness on it and be like, wow, yeah. I was there when this... Because this, uh, everybody's celebrating it now, and like yep. we said, there's yep. different ways and these art forms and things, and I'm like, I was there first time through. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I, I, I would that. say that uh, this is kind of like a state-of-the-geek type topic, which we need to get around to now. We do, yeah. Us. But I think that video games are one of the aspects of geek culture that has been accelerated, the embracing. Like, ever since the Wii came out, everybody fucking plays games. It's yeah. And Facebook... You might look your nose yeah, down at Farmville, I do, but look, everybody's up. playing video games now, man. It's true. Everybody's playing some game. And people are gaming like crazy. Absolutely. It's so easily accessible. On your phone. Whether it's on your so, phone yeah. or it's in your browser at work. Like, <laughs> you know, people are playing all kinds of web-based games where I'm at. <laughs> it's even in your search engine on your browser at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. That, did you guys see that Pac-Man game the that Pac- Google had? Yeah, the Pac-Man Google. As their logo. One, man. I knew that happened, but I yeah. didn't get a hold of that. Uh, so I used iGoogle, and it fucked me up. Uh, oh, man, their own system got gotcha. yeah, you. Their, their own special <laughs> add-on got <laughs> me. <laughs> you can go back and find the link. It's still up there. Yeah, they left fact, that one if up. You go, if you click on Google's logo, if there's a special one, it as their explanation for why it's that logo today, you'll like have logo archives, and you can go back and look uh, at every single one they've ever done. That's, that's awesome. pretty sweet. I didn't know that. I'll have to do that then. They had a really cool one when they switched cool. to uh, HTML5 and started doing the real-time uh, search yeah. results. They had that cool, like, dot one uh-huh. where the that dots were, like, swirling around and then formed. Yeah, I, I, I saw. I played with that at work the other day. That was actually pretty cool. I yeah. like that. They had the black and white Google logo that colored in slowly as you type search returns. Uh-huh. I don't really like the instant feature. I turn it off. I like it. It, it fucks. Like it fu- flips me out. Like, it's like... <laughs> People, no, I don't want to see a whole screen shift each time I type a letter. You know, I thought I was going to hate it, too. And that's what I told Aaron when we were talking about it earlier. I, I was like, this is a bad idea. I don't like it. I, I don't mind it. 
Anything that can shave <laughs> off a half second. I changed it already. I switched the default. Anything can shave a half because I'm an efficiency freak. Anything <laughs> that can shave a half second of my search time, I'm doing. And I, I found that there's two types of people. They either love it or hate it. Yeah. But the people that love it, I found that there's some people that thought that it's like I don't understand. You know, I was like, I don't get it. Yeah, it's me. I think it's going to be horrible, but then they end up like, there's no one that just says, eh. You know, the, you, it's kind of like the um, ribbon in Office 7. <laughs> so many people hate that fucking thing, but everyone I've known that's like, just grits their teeth and uses it for two weeks are like, yeah, actually, I like that better. Now, when I go back to Office 2003, Ugh. it drives me fucking crazy that the bar- ribbon's not there. It, for some reason, I thought you were talking about the paper clip. I was like, <laughs> no, everybody fucking hates it. Yeah, everybody hates that. Everyone wanted to hurt Clippy. Uh, what are no, you talking about? The rib- key, What's like the ribbon do? It's the menu system at the top. They've What's got, the like, difference? Instead of a, a, like a file button, there's like a big logo. Mm-hmm. Um, very much like the Windows 7 interface. But you've got this big round logo. You click that for the most common things. Save, print, blah. But then they've got the, like, tasks. That it, you know, there's no, like, file, view, edit, settings. It's all, like, uh, editing, you know, view, printing. And when you click on that, the bar transforms into all the tasks that are associated with what you're wanting to do. Okay, so yeah. it doesn't drop down anymore and keep the other features. It just totally converts the entire exactly. bar. Exactly. So if, I, if I'm editing a Word document, all the editing things, the font controls are right there. If I'm in preview mode and I'm, like, laying out the page, I flip that and it hides all the, like, the font options and all that crap and just gives me the page orientations. I can see how you can like that, but yeah. I don't like – what I'm not liking about the new Google search feature is the fact that it it physically irritates me. To be on that page and watch an entire screen change every single time, it's trying to guess what I'm typing. Are you hunting pecker, though? No. I, I, I type things out pretty... See, I type, and I don't look at what I'm typing. I look at the keyboard, so I'm actually looking at the research results. And That's what I'm looking at, and I see everything in my peripheral vision flashing. Fucking can't That's stand not, it. Uh, I don't know. Because I'm looking at the bar I'm typing in. I'm like as and I'm typing as, it. And then as soon as it's like the it's like the it I'm flips like everything. button on steroids. But right, and it, it's it like result, calm down, internet screen. Just chill out. <laughs> it's like it's too hyper. It doesn't like, bother me unless I don't know why me. it's doing it. As long as I know like why this, it's doing like it. Like the current laptop is possessed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But if I know that I'm causing that action, it doesn't bother me. By the way, huh. listeners, this is the first time I'm like a pretty I'm an IT professional. This is the first time I've had to resort to fucking reinstalling an operating system over any issue ever. <laughs> For some reason, my that like the F11 key is being spammed by an invisible macro, and it makes whatever application you're in constantly go full size window mode, full size window mode. That's like, horrible. Twenty times a second. It's like epileptic seizure. The only mode. way to stop it is to try to spam F11 yourself. <laughs> yeah. Hit escape, and then that brought, buys you a few seconds worth of respite, and it starts up again. I blame my roommate, Jim. I don't know. I don't know. It was the Somali pirates. Moves in, he fucking possesses it. Somali it's pirates. zombie... ASCII porn. porn you've been watching. At, yeah. <laughs> it's the 8-bit porn. 8-bit porn. 8-bit meets ASCII pornography. <laughs> That's you know, What can I say? Sometimes. I've got a fetish. There's one <laughs> other notable anniversary that happened this last week. Oh, yeah, yes? Captain, Captain fucking planet. 20th anniversary of it going off the air? Because that's he's, the only thing I'd celebrate. He's your hero. <laughs> he's going to take pollution down to zero. Yes, he will. 
He's your powers amplified. <laughs> and he's fighting on the And, w- and what are our powers? <laughs> I know one of them is heart. Heart is well, the only one I remember. you got your standard airbender powers. Sure. Earth, wind, Earth, wind fire, fire, water. And water. They were all elemental. And then you had heart. heart. What the fuck does heart have to do with the elements? I don't know. And what's I mean, really funny is the heart was like some Indian boy. You'd think it'd be a woman. Or Dude, Care Bear. That Captain <laughs> Planet <laughs> is where heart, there's only two solutions. It's, it's either it's either a doughy-eyed girl or Care Bear. You can't throw an in, you can't throw Haji from Johnny Quest and say he's got the heart. I was thinking it was a barefoot bitch in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Has anybody that? ever realized that that I'm Captain Planet is where they got the idea for the Fifth Element? No. Oh my not. God. It's the Fifth Element. What is Luke it? Bassan. Heart. Was high as shit. High as shit watching Captain watching Planet. Watching Turner, t- Turner Broadcast <laughs> Station. That's right. And it is he, heart, he, isn't it? He's like, no, oh my not. god. Was it? I've got a movie that Mila Jovovich is attached to. She needs to be the heart. It can't be this Haji guy. It's got to be a doe-eyed girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense, man. That's where they got the idea. The Star Wars of the 90s. My ass. That and playing Crazy Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> How can I combine this? Yeah, 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 like yeah. Get the point of my crazy text. It was uh, crazy at an taxi. author's convention. They were dared to <laughs> <laughs> combine Captain movie. Planet with Crazy Taxi. Oh, damn it. Um, so, hey, did you get a chance to read the first book in the Codex Alera? No, and only because I was. you actually gave that to me when I was in the middle of another trilogy. So I did finish a book since you've seen me last, but uh, not that one. Cause what trilogy? The Rapist a, Trilogy. The Rapist Trilogy. It's uh, where Mario Art... Anal. Yep. Uh, <laughs> one oral. <laughs> it's a me. A woo-hoo-hoo-yo. Um, no. Um, the, the first Dritz Trilogy. The uh, Dark Elf Trilogy. Oh, okay. The, uh, lo- the that Ron Salvador? Somebody turn on Fight Night Round Salvador. 4. I'm going to tune out. <laughs> <laughs> we need more tentacle penis. <laughs> yep. Hit me with some tentacle penises. And uh, what's really cool is that there are a ton of wheelbarrows in that book. Seriously. Oh, really? Tons I bet of, there are. Tons of fucking wheelbarrows. I almost want you, if I was, I'm almost, I need to, i got to finish these last few pages, but I started on his second series called The Dresden Files. <laughs> it is shit hot. It is so good. It, I've heard about that I can't believe one. it's not been a major motion picture. Plot on this one is, um, okay, you are Max, the Max, it's Max Payne. He's a private investigator, hard-boiled, except for he's also a no-shit wizard. And he's, he's operating out of modern-day Chicago. See, I don't get this. Most, it's kind of like the Harry Potter rule where nobody really knows about wizards and I'm waiting for the... Interesting stuff thing. like that. It's like a very adult, very humorous Harry Potter, I guess. <laughs> but there's no wheelbarrows. Like he's got a spirit that is like this, this assi- like a, a assistant. It's a human skull spirit, and its name is Bob. <laughs> you know, it's like there are no wheelbarrows. It's Bob the skull. Bob the skull. Yeah. I don't think Jim Jones is liking this idea. Uh, I've it's not vampire- like. Uh, her name's uh, you know, Bianca. I mean, there are no like wheelbarrows. That that does not help me. Vampires mixing in more fantasy with your fantasy is not going to help it. I'm sorry. Uh, it's grounded in the real world in like present day Chicago. Oh yeah, the wizards and the vampires in yeah. Chicago. Right, right. right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't that doing it for you, Jim? No, fuck no. <laughs> I'm telling you, you should try it. And I can't believe it's not. 
The other thing is I can't believe it's not a major motion picture. I heard it was a shitty sci-fi series, which doesn't sci-fi. Sifi. Syphilis spreads all kinds of shit like that. No, what was the series that is supposed to be the great uh, introduction to fantasy for people who don't like fantasy? What was that we were talking about at one time? Uh, Tale of Ice and Fire, or Tale of Fire and Ice. Um, uh, yeah, what's the I name so. of the author? The introductory remember. to fantasy? There's all kinds of introductories to fantasy. C.S. Lewis. I mean, like, it's kitty fantasy. Are you talking about for adults? Yeah, I think it is C.S. Lewis. I think someone was telling me that he's, like, the introduction to fantasy for people who don't like fantasy. Introduction to Christianity, maybe. Well, he has a lot of Christian themes in his fantasy books, but and he has a lot of Christian books, but he has the Narnia books. The, what? the very first fantasy book I was exposed to, actually, in fourth grade, was The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. And I uh, thought it was fucking awesome. Like, it set like my, it. Yeah, set it my imagination on fire. If you don't like it just because it's got Christian themes, you know, go fuck yourself. No, well, I mean, there's no reason Indeed. not to. I mean, there's Christian themes in fantasy, period, because J.R.R. Tolkien was a devout Catholic, and <laughs> there are Catholic myth myths all over the place in yeah. Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's a hom- homage. I think that uh, Jerry... Uh, Hulkins of Penny Arcade fame said it best in that Jerry he's a, Jerry Hulkin. He's an atheist, but he says that he doesn't understand why more people don't lift stuff out of the Bible because he goes, other than J.R.R. Tolkien, it's the richest, <laughs> most well developed fantasy series there is. There's like, you know, divine beings, fantastic powers, there's murder, there's deceit, sacrifice, there's rise, kingdoms fall, human sacrifice, insane death cults. I mean, like, Everything yeah. you got, it's, it's you rich. Imagine. It's 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 a rich source material. Like like he huh. said, the, 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 sure. he's like that. I'm surprised that there isn't like a biblical based MMO. <laughs> you know, it's like he, he <laughs> that's interesting. I wonder how popular that would be, man. I don't know because uh, people either are so devout they and and they believe it and they they act that it is true in their and lives, and it would piss them off, or the people that don't believe it's true wouldn't have probably any interest either they because really they don't really care anymore. So you'd have sure. to you'd have to disguise the powerful themes <laughs> in other ways. I mean like Lost. Like uh, they, like Lost. They hid the or, sci-fi yeah, right. in the drama show. If you right. you have to up, hide it in some other form. If, yep. you, if you did a straight up Bible conversion it would actually piss off the fundamentalist. Yeah. Because it would include things like Passion of the Christ. Uh, you know, a rape gang comes well, to your door, you throw your daughters to them. Yeah. To, to make them go away. Or someone reading yeah. a list of instructions on how to beat your slaves. Like, right. Don't do a one-to-one allegory. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I don't think that would work. The either. grinding in the MMO is beating That's slaves. That's quest. Uh, rape gang comes to your house, throw out your concubine, let them rape her to death. Okay, that's phase one. Your, your, the quest begins when you go outside and chop her into 12 pieces to deliver them to the 12 kingdoms. We'll just leave that's out Leviticus. Leviticus will leave it out. <laughs> it's right, Judges. Fate. Judges, right out. Leviticus phase two of the quest right is to bring back four horns. We're going to skip version 1.0 and go to 2.0 with the introduction of the exciting new Jesus character. <laughs> yes. The Sermon on the Mound. Mount Harder. Mount Harder. <laughs> Sermon on the Mount 2. Mount Harder. <laughs> Remit. Dismount. Remember um, when I said I would never give a Sermon on the Mount again? Yeah, that's right, Jesus. That's what you said. That's what you I said. lied. Oh. As fishes and loaves explode from his ass. Uh, every orifice. 
Uh, wow, that went strange. Shit, place. that went yeah. straight so, to hell. The, the whole thing is like <laughs> Captain Planet was just. Yeah, where uh, were that we? Was, again? I was this joke. I was like a thirty-second throwaway joke. With the real <laughs> anniversary, I want to talk about fortieth anniversary. Oh, I thought it was Captain. Forty-fourth anniversary of Star Trek. And we actually are going to have a yeah. gala award ceremony. A gay love show. ceremony. A gay love live. Ceremony. Yep, yep. It's going to be streaming hot, on Ustream. Hot sink. We're, we're going to debate. We have a bunch of different categories, and we're going to give awards out, and we're going to do the damn thing right. So you got that to look forward to. Star Trek Awards anniversary award show coming up. Hell yeah. Lots of bonus content with that one, too. Oh, yeah. Lots we're actually going to record our de- vicious cutthroat debate mm-hmm. about the categories. What categories the there should be, who should be nominated, just, all that just stuff. Like we're going to peel back the curtain from the Academy. Like, you know, have yeah, the yeah. fights of the nomination process. That's Definitely. All the politics are there for you or listening. Lay bare. Envelopes opened. Envelopes gone wild. Well, why don't you kick it to the outro? Oh, we've got to do one of those outro things. Yeah, now. let's do the outro. It's pretty classic. Listeners, you can you can uh, vote in an online poll. We've got whether or not you actually want this episode to end. We're not going to end it yet. We're going to put the poll up. <laughs> We're going to give it a couple weeks. Let people vote. Let people make up their minds, and then based on your votes, we'll decide whether to end it or not. And as Chris well, Rock says, are we going to like take our mics into the bathroom? Are we going to you know into the shower? Are they going to be? Privy to every privy thing that happens here. Uh, it'll yeah, be a Truman sure. show. Wow. And we'll call it the Blumen show. Yeah, if uh, you don't go on that poll and vote that the show ends in 10 minutes, you'll hear me wrestling with my own penis. Uh. <laughs> As it attacks him in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't find me good whole. That's tough. That's a tough, that's a tough <laughs> way to go. Bludgeon to death by your own, by your own dick. Your penis sounds like Yoda. Why? <laughs> That's what the hammer of Graptar sounds like. <laughs> oh, wait for the flashlight. I'll do you no wrong. <laughs> I'm, uh, wondering, I'm wondering, why are you queer? Yes, yeah, I was going to. Your dick hates being gay. Yeah. <laughs> My penis is the only straight thing about me. <laughs> and it's crooked. That could be a sitcom right there. Someone who's totally gay, but his dick is straight. Uh, yes, yeah. and it That's talks awesome. to him. Yeah. All but the, the dick time. itself has a bend in it, <laughs> so you know that it doesn't yeah. mean that it's not that's a straight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That could I be the logo: a bent penis. Bent penis. <laughs> uh, if we have a gay listener, he's he's like either horrified or enraged, <laughs> or he thinks it's a great idea. <laughs> or, or maybe. yeah, maybe. Maybe he probably maybe does. his penis is straight. We're open to the fact that we need sensitivity training. So I know, so. man, dude. I listen to Orange Lounge Radio. One of their hosts is gay. One of my favorite podcasts. I love it. I don't so need no sensitivity call, wait training. Second, wait a second. No, I'm not. Wait a second. This is like an abstract form of the I've got a gay friend so I can say whatever I want argument. Well, I do you have, have a gay a friend gay as well. Host, a host of a we- uh, I was trying to relate it to fucking video games, Mr. Video Game Podcast Host. <laughs> what? To I'm geeks. <sighs> I could have said, yes, I have a gay friend. But I was saying I, I listen to podcasts that like you know people's like I got a gay friend so I can say you know whatever I got I listen to a guy who's oh a gay he's, uh, whatever I anyway. can call them porch monkeys I got a black friend exactly yeah. <laughs> I'm married to a black bear I've got a token black friend 